Welcome to the Family Huddle Podcast. We understand family was God's design, and yet our families can often be the place in our lives where we're the most ungodly. In this podcast, we're hoping you find encouragement from God's Word, as well as practical ways the gospel can touch down in your own life, your home, and your family. We also hope to share some laughter, great stories, and let you know you're not alone, no matter your season or circumstances. Well, hello there, friends. Welcome to the Family Huddle Podcast. We are a ministry of Grace Church and of Family Ministries. And if you are new uh, today, we want to say welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. We're glad to have you. And if you are coming back, we're so glad that you would listen to us again. We are really excited. Um, I know I am, Trav. I'm sure you are too. Uh, to be joined today by two wonderful guests, and we're going to tell you all about them in just a minute. But um, I just wanted to remind us that we are in the Defining Moments series. And yes. so we are kicking off today um, with our guests, and we're going to be talking about that. But Trav, why don't yeah. you, for anybody who is just listening for the first time, just give us a quick little um, explanation of what this series is about. Yeah. I'm so excited for this episode, Defining Moments for the Family, which really you think about a defining moment is a God-ordained moment in time where God reaches into our lives and changes us, both our identity as well as the very direction that we're traveling uh, in our lives. And so I think about Paul when he says, by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace was not without effect. Grace has an effect on our lives, and he changes us, and he does that throughout various points as we look back over the history of our lives, we can really see the very hand of God as he intervened, as he changed us through various means to bring about um, good in our lives so that we would glorify him by being Christ-like. And so I'm so excited to have two wonderful people with us today, mm-hmm. Jim and Julie McAleese. I first heard you guys give your testimony at Reengage our marriage ministry and was so impressed with y'all and just laughed. And at times I maybe even choked back some tears just hearing your story <laughs> and really wanted to like even hear more from you. And I think that's one of the reasons we wanted you guys today in our podcast. But I want to jump right into this. So I'm just going to ask you guys this first question. What has been a defining moment in your walk with Christ? Thank you, Travis. Um, I'm Jim McAleese, and I'm so glad to be here with you guys today. The really defining moment uh, in our lives has been God reclaiming our lives through our marriage relationship. It was obvious to both of us that God was involved in that relationship from the beginning. Uh, So let me give you a little background on that and and how our life progressed. Love to hear it. we, um, I grew up going to high school in Northern Virginia, okay. um, and in my junior year, at the end of my junior year, my father came home and said, we've been transferred to Minnesota. <laughs> oh, God, no, I'd rather go anywhere. I'd rather die than go to Minnesota, but... I'm Julie McAleese, and we incidentally now have known each other 60 years. We've been married 55 years, and we met. I was going to Edina High School, and I took one look and heard this guy, a southern accent in Edina. Oh, wow. (laughs) Better than that, he was a football player and handsome as could be. Oh, yeah. So I had my eyes on him, and we started dating, and we didn't stop. 
Yeah, our uh, second day in my new high school, senior year, I sit down in our speech class right next to I little <laughs> Gilman. And Love it. it was obvious to us that God had to bring me all halfway across the country to meet the person I was going to spend the rest of my life with. So yeah. he was involved from the start. Um, we went together then that senior year in high school, and then I was fortunate enough to get an appointment to West Point. So for college years then, I went off to the military academy, where I, of course, could not be married for four years. Okay. And, and I uh, was a junior, so I was one year behind him, but I went to Iowa um, and Drake. University. Oh, went to Drake. Yeah. Yeah. I'm from Iowa. Did you know that? Oh, Stephanie. I went to I I, uh, from Waterloo, and I went to the University of Northern Iowa. Okay. But I know Drake well. Oh yeah. well, it was uh, it was only the place I did a lot of dating. Okay. I'm, I'm lucky to pass. <laughs> <laughs> but through all of those, um, uh, the fi- the first year we were together, and then through the four years of university, God kept us together. We mm-hmm. had a free dating policy of date anybody we wanted. And the idea was that if we were meant for each other, we yeah. would end up together. Okay. And I joined the, at West Point. We have this 2% club, which is only 2% of the people that come in freshman year with a girlfriend have that girlfriend. Interesting. When they leave. Wow. So we passed through that wicket. Wow. But on the negative side of all of that, during our college years, um, we really walked away from our faith in the Lord. We really bought into society's plan for our lives. So when we got married at the end of uh, that four years, um, we decided to live a life really according to society's or our culture's plan for success. And so the priorities that we had were career, uh, particularly in my case, uh, success, mm-hmm. um, acquiring stuff, all of the things that society and don't forget says. the party lifestyle. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, um, I did want to emphasize we got married, we, we met each other in 19. 19- 59 and we got married in 65 so we're talking about the 60s so you can just imagine how incredibly yeah. uh, diverse yes. our thinking was at yeah. that time and yet we had been raised in Colonial Church of Edina and we okay, had very, exactly very standard um, love of the Lord yeah. but we were rebellious and so we did what many people do unfortunately and wasted quite a few <laughs> years of our lives because we um, we had by all the world's standards a, a real do it this way. So the, um, and after living about 12 uh, years yeah. in that mode, um, we found that we were um, meeting all of our goals by society standards, but somewhere along the line, we had lost our our mm-hmm. our marriage, our yeah. love for each other, and and in on more than one 
um, instance, we were yeah. ready to call it quits. Mm. Oh, really ready to call it quits after about 12 years. And we had both um, uh, had a fortune because yeah. God also was bringing himself back into my life. Okay. And I had a good friend that went to something called Marriage Encounter. It's a, okay. it's a weekend okay. for engaged. Yep. And what happened is that in a last-ditch effort, <laughs> which was really the last-ditch effort, um, we went to Marriage Encounter. And mm. that's where God reintroduced us to his plan for our yeah, lives. It, it, it was like God said to us, okay, you've tried it your way. How do you like it? Uh-huh, our uh-huh. response was, much. this is horrible. Right. <laughs> and, um, and so he said, I have this alternate plan. Mm. And so it's that... That was the defining moment of his reintroducing and saying, you've tried it your way. Yeah. How about that? So That's great. I I, love that. I, I, you know, I think your story is remarkable and yet probably very much um, an encouragement to so many of our listeners out there going, I was there. Mm -hmm. I can understand what they've been through because I did the same thing. And God oftentimes does that. He stops us and he reintroduces us to his plan, which is so much better. Thinking about that, this defining moment for your relationship, your marriage, what was hard or good about going through this particular season in your life? Well, it was a long season, as as you can tell, about 12 years. And so there were ups and downs throughout there. Um, One of the main things I remember is God's faithfulness to Mm -hmm. us as we went through that. Faithfulness from the standpoint of keeping us from doing anything stupid. Um, (laughs) An example of that, when the year I was in Vietnam, I had to extend my tour over there in order to get a combat command. So I had done that. I signed up for an extra six months. Can you imagine? Imagine how I felt. I mean, no. we had hung on for all this time, yeah. and we weren't really succeeding in any kind of richness in our okay. marriage. And my friend that I was living with, also a military wife, had filed for divorce for oh, her, wow. of her husband. Okay. And so she was ready to go. Then I hear from Jim that he is going to extend. And that was the last straw. And there's no doubt in my mind that had I spent that extra six months uh, overseas, um, that we would have separated during that time. It, it was just obvious. But we didn't. And, and so <laughs> the, the, the miracle is that God shot me. <laughs> And, this is uh, a really important part of the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and because of that, I left country and came home at about the exact same time that I would have anyway. Yeah. And Jewel was yeah. right there and feeling sorry for me. And, and so he reunited and, and kept us from, uh, from falling apart at that point where uh, we, we probably ought to um, have done that. Now, that was, so God's faithfulness throughout that was the good part. The bad part was that as we were getting down towards the end of this, like I said, we were meeting our goals by society mm-hmm. standards, but when we looked inside, particularly me, yeah. I was absolutely hollow. Mm-hmm. I had nothing that I believed in, mm-hmm. nothing that I valued, uh, nothing uh, uh, lasting and fulfilling in my heart. And I went through this kind of midlife crisis thing where I said, why am I here? Yeah. Uh, and I was really virtually 
on the verge of just getting up one morning, walking out, getting in my car, and driving into the sunset. Mm -hmm. I, I was so miserable mm -hmm. uh, with my current existence. Yes. I, I was as well. Yeah, leave. exactly. And and it was just a hollowness, like Jim is talking about. Yeah. And uh, and what what had happened for me is that God had been faithful all along yeah. to bring women into my life with Bible studies. And so okay. I was invited to do that. And um, I also had an interesting experience with the Jehovah's Witnesses because yeah. they uh, sounded and acted at work so wonderful. So I thought, what have they got? So the wife and husband came to study the Bible with me, which wow. made me interested in my Bible, the Bible. And so I started started uh, working with them. And um, yet, yet there had to be something more. There had to be something better than mm -hmm. what we were experiencing. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so that was the lead up then to the marriage encounter where we went and encountered God's um, uh, reintroduction into our life. So... So I have a question for you, yes. um, because I always think this is interesting. When you were shot, right, <laughs> um, do you remember thinking at the time, like, oh, Lord, I wonder if you did that so that Julie and I could reconnect? <laughs> because sometimes I think, you know, things happen to us, and we have no idea that the Lord the is moment. at work, right? Mm -hmm. So you probably, if I had to guess, were, like, not thinking that way. Absolutely. But now, um, I, I thought this was the worst thing in the world right. that, that I would get shot. And, who, and, and look at how the Lord took that, right? And yeah. totally and yeah. used yes, it. Yeah. It's only in looking back over yeah. a lot of years. It's like the disaster of having to leave high school in my senior year. And this was just another example yeah. of something that seemed, are you kidding me? This yeah. can't be real. And, and only in retrospect and in looking back with a, a perspective of years yes. that yeah. you understand, yep. oh, that was God's hand. Right, mm -hmm. which just makes me think like, you know, as we experience things or even as we're parenting and our children are going to go through things, we won't always have the answers, right? Like something happens to them and we don't, we can't always explain it away. Like, oh, well, this is happening because right. God is going to do this in your life. And sometimes we might want to guess what he's going to do. But <laughs> it is interesting that um, these defining moments sometimes are really like rock bottom, out of nowhere, what in the world? It's not neat and tidy. And yet mm -hmm. the Lord's doing, like we said last time, like that John Piper quote, yes. sometimes doing a thousand things behind the scenes and we might be aware of one or two yeah. so anyway and how cool to think god literally shot you jim to save your marriage. <laughs> that uh, is a miracle and, oh. and i think obviously you can see that as you said perspective is so important to be able to look back and go god i can see now yeah i didn't understand in the moment but now looking back i can see what you were doing and how that was such a blessing in disguise to save our marriage. We see it all the time because actually that wound was a beautiful wound. It could have gone right into his heart had he been moving just a fraction of an inch. Wow. And um, and instead it didn't. And he doesn't even limp. So oh, wow. we are hugely blessed. And we can wow. see God working now in that retrospect. Wow. Incredible. 
So uh, as we kind of continue in your story here, how do you, how would you say that that defining moment shaped your character or maybe changed your perspective or even altered kind of the direction of your life? Well, it, uh, thank you, Stephanie. It, it altered the entire uh, way we did everything, it, predominantly the friends we had and the social groups that we moved in. God was really faithful at that after he introduced the new plan yes. to provide friends that wow. walked with us so step good. by step to lead us to the next important thing that we needed to do. He brought a disciple maker into our wow. lives who took mm -hmm. us under our wing, his wing and began to teach us spiritual disciplines so that we could work and be effective for the Lord. Brought and us our Christian whole, community too. Yeah, our whole wow. community was our church community and the, and the Christian community there at West Point. Yeah. Uh, when and we, and when then I, the amazing thing to us is that God used our marriage now. Wow. He used the weakest mm -hmm. thing in our lives to for his direct purposes. And we had gone at that time back to West Point and we had all these cadets and we knew that they really didn't have genuine relationships often with the women that they were dating. Right. And so we wanted to start something that would help them. And God allowed us to do that through something called Engaged Encounter. And when we would do those weekends, oh, I can guarantee you, we didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> but we uh, we watched God do something. Yeah. And we, we knew for sure that mm. He, His Holy Spirit was there. He provided us leadership opportunities in Officer Christian Fellowship, we had 30s and 40s and 50 kids mm. that we got a chance to make relationships oh, with so and influence and, and, and lead them through four years of their cadet experience <laughs> and reinforce their Christian uh, yeah and then God allowed them we lived in a very big house that the army gave us and they lived with us wow. so they got a chance to see the good the bad and the ugly <laughs> all the time including in the kitchen in particular oh, I love it the kitchen so, yeah we regularly had Bible studies that were available for us as well. So uh, that we it was practiced. just wonderful. Yeah. Wow. And when we um, then uh, left West Point, uh, we were able again through our church to be involved in the marriage enrichment community and present marriage enrichment courses. So it, I guess the main thing that was really surprising mm. in all of that was how God used the area that we were weakest. the weakest. Yes. Right. Because then his power could oh I think you know we get a sense of like how God saved your marriage since that point literally Jim when you were shot and you guys like literally came back together in your marriage and God has been healing that enriching that in what ways has your marriage been enriched over these years and impacted Oh, there are a lot of ways, but one of the things that we noticed in particularly is that we are aware of the pitfalls. Mm. And one of the biggest ones I call, we call drift. Mm. And that is that um, 
as I selfishly wanted to go my way and do my thing, Jim selfishly wanted to do his thing because after all, we're two selfish sinners trying to live together (laughs) in this relationship. And what we found is that that drift ended up farther and farther away Mm -hmm. and we became colder and less understanding of each other. So my lesson there would be that we need consistent and um, intentional intentional work. Yes, yeah. uh, yes. Um, particularly painful sometimes, yeah. but it's intentional. And the key to marriages in that time, all the time, is communication. Yeah, I know everybody's it. heard yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's true, but it is absolutely true. Yeah. And the second one. Is Billy Graham's wife saying, mm-hmm. uh, what was the greatest key to your marriage? And it was forgiveness, yes. to be wonderful, great forgivers. That's right. Yes. And that's, that's absolutely true. And I think one of the things that I've seen as a result of all these marriage activities that we've done is <clears throat> that we've finally gotten to look at uh, marriage from our own standpoint and look at it from the bigger picture mm-hmm. and recognize, just as the Bible says, that it's all to the glory of God. That's it's right. not about us. It's about God. And so we've begun to think of our lives then really much more as a uh, relay race than a sprint. And as we know, relay races are won or lost at the passing of the baton. So yes. it has made us very, very intentional about our faith and passing that faith on to our children Mm -hmm. and to our grandchildren. Mm -hmm. And God has really blessed us in that. It has also given us the perspective, as um, Paul talks about in Ephesians 5.32, that our our marriage is a reflection of the relationship between Christ and his church. And there are people that watch our relationship from the outside and they form their perceptions of this religion that we have based on the reality that they see living in our marriages. And so our witness can be damaged Mm -hmm. severely by uh, not paying attention to it as Julie said. You know, uh, when Jim was gone and we were were really in the depths of living the most selfish lives that we could and he was in Vietnam, Mm -hmm. I remember being in Miami thinking, nobody knows me here. Mm-hmm. I can do anything I want. Mm-hmm. I can be entirely 100% selfish. Mm-hmm. And it life isn't supposed to be like that. That's it's right. about community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's Tim Keller, right, who says yeah. in his uh, book about marriage, the meaning of marriage, he talks about self-centeredness mm-hmm. being a huge part of why <laughs> marriage doesn't work because we're mm-hmm. often so consumed with self and we put self above one another, above our relationship with the Lord, and it's easy to do. Um, I think we're all guilty of it, but it's when we can recognize, wow, if I'm willing to lay that down and think of the other person, Mm -hmm. think of the Lord more than I think of myself, like it's amazing how he comes in and changes us, right? Yeah, from the inside out. When self is dethroned off off our heart Mm -hmm. and God is able to reign, then an amazing change is, is, is possible. So thank you guys for sharing that. It's so good. I feel enriched already in our marriage just hearing you guys talk, <laughs> for sure. Um, you talked about your marriage. What about you personally? How has it deepened your relationship with Christ? 
Well, after Christ re-entered our lives, we tried to live the Christian life on our own strength. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I mean, we were enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you heard so, all those activities. Yeah, I we did this, both. I did that, we are doing this, and we are doing that, and guess what happened? Pure burnout. Burnout, that's yes. what I was going to say. <laughs> and I know that all people that are listening have maybe experienced that as well. So the key, Travis, was what you just mentioned. In the last few years of our life, we have really come to understand and grasp this concept of um, Colossians mm-hmm. uh, 1, uh, 27, Christ in you, the hope of glory. And, and we have really come to understand that we, nobody can lead the Christian life. Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. and we have to get ourselves out of the way and then allow him to lead his life through us using our hands our feet our mouth our tongues but let him do that and 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 let that not be us and then we have his strength this power of the Holy Spirit flowing through us and then we can do these things that are so important to us that yeah, trying to do in our uh, our own strength, we, we we just really weren't as effective as God wanted us. <laughs> I can assure you, we're not effective, effective ones, because the reality is that we are just so selfish all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So mm-hmm. pretending that we can yeah. is pretending, mm-hmm. and so we find that the only way is. But I, I, I don't want to sound so holy in all yeah. of that because <laughs> my experience is when I was hoping that was like a vaccination, you know, right. one and done. One and, and done. You know, okay, <laughs> not just loser. I, I found that the old self it still remains mm-hmm. strong yeah. and, and fights for our, to direct our will at all the yeah. times. And it's this conscious effort and prayer to God that He would enable us to crucify that old self yes. and and although my life verse now is Galatians 2 20 Love I've been verse. crucified with Christ it's no longer I live but Christ lives in me but I find that's a fight every yep. day I have to fight mm-hmm. to get to make certain that it is Christ and that Selfish, like putting on the appropriate clothes, right? Like in Colossians, take off the old man and put on the new self, and that's that's like a daily, hourly, (laughs) minute by minute choice, right? As Paul would say, I die daily, so Christ can live through me. That's right. So, what uh, biblical encouragement would you guys want to pass on to others in light of your story, in light of what you've been through together? And obviously, there's a lot of things, I'm sure. So you you choose here. <laughs> hard. This doesn't have to be a be all end all question, but mm-hmm. what's some encouragement? I never give up. There you go. Just plain never give up, um, because not because we can, but Philippians one uh, six, he who began a good work in you will perfect it until That's the right. day of uh, Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. and. God is the faithful one. You heard in our marriage, man, it was not us being faithful. Mm -hmm. It was definitely God bringing us back to him over and over and over. And the discipline that we need, y'all were just talking about something that really takes discipline, just like a sport, Mm -hmm. Um, as 
as you both know very well, you have to practice. Mm -hmm. Well, we as Christians have to practice. So it's easy to drift away from God and become more and more selfish uh, with each other and self-focused. That's easy. What's harder is concentrating on the practicing part. Mm -hmm. And when Jim and I were first married, or for the first 10 years, the whole crummy part that we were telling you about, I was depending on him, because that's what the world had taught, was that he would satisfy all my needs, and he was depending on me. That's a vertical relationship that is uh, 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 supposed to be vertical, but is horizontal. And then, when God came, re-entered into our lives, we became looking at him so it's like a triangle. That's right. Our marriage was starting on the bottom of the triangle to look at each other and depend on each other. But if we could look at him, then we are connected at the top through yes. God himself, through Jesus himself. And the, and the final thing um, that I would say would be develop those habits. I mean, really intentionally develop those habits. Yes. Just like Grace has got so many programs that are so wonderful to teach us prayer worship, Bible study, memorization, and like I said, that helps us practice and stay accountable with each other. Yeah. So the solution isn't uh, isn't the other. Mm-hmm. The solution yes. is him. That's right. And if I could add my comment yeah. to that, one of the advantages of our extended old age is that you have all of this history to look back at. And then it's easy to see God's involvement. We've shared one or two times that he was involved in there. But we can count 20 or 30 times that God was directly involved in steering our lives. And so the I think to reemphasize what Jill said, it seems to me then that the good advice is to trust God for the big things in our life. And our job in all of that then is to be faithful in the little things, faithful in the Mm -hmm. daily disciplines, in the daily putting on Christ. Do those small little things and know, trust, have confidence that God's in charge of the big picture and he's going to move it according to his plan. And then the last thing that I would uh, share, um, kind of to wrap this up then, um, is the tremendous important of commu- importance of community yes. um, in everything uh, that we do. Uh, the, the temptations from our society to go do it there, we're so strong and we're bombarded with that day in and day out yeah. that we need to walk side by side with each other to be supports, to help yes. us through the rough spots, to be there for each other. And and in a commercial announcement, thank you all for what you're doing in this respect, because yeah. that is building the community that will support us and bring mm-hmm. us together. And, so, and thank Grace for all kinds of things. Like yes. I'm, I'm going to plug biblical counseling. Yeah, <laughs> yes. There are resources, and there are yes. also just people to walk alongside you yep. to mm-hmm. love you. Yeah, I think back to your um, part of the story, Julie, where you talked about like the women who invited you to Bible study and like the power of the invitation, right? Mm -hmm. When we are side by side with other believers. And those are the times I think that we don't even know what God can do. And sometimes we are maybe not in a crisis when we get invited. 
but there may be a crisis around the corner and when we're closely connected to one another that is so powerful um, and it's something the world doesn't always offer right like it's a unique thing in the body of Christ that we can come alongside that we can look to the Lord that we can love and support one another edify one another with scripture yeah um, and meet practical needs and I just think I was even thinking of that um, today in an, an unrelated thing but just what I would what I would do if I didn't have the body of Christ like as a wife as a mom just as a daughter of, of the Lord, like, what would I do if I didn't have this community that has come alongside us, too? Yes, and Stephanie, it wasn't necessarily easy for those women mm-hmm. to invite me because they were, um, uh, I rejected them repeatedly. Mm-hmm. And uh, people from another church mm-hmm. invited, I wanted to have the Bible study at yeah. our house. But when Jim came downstairs, they were terrified because he was he was he was really good at at uh, tearing apart Christians at that time. Actually, a little sideline on that. When we heard many years later from the uh, the Christian director there at Fort Leavenworth, where yeah. all this was going on. He would tell the story about this major who used to be there that was destroying the Bible studies. Mm. That was that was you. <laughs> wow! And so this story followed Paul. me for many Saul years. And Paul. And yes. then, and, but then they, yeah, it was Saul. And and then here I was running the OCF ministry at that. West Point. And, you know, well, so. Saul to Paul conversion. It's amazing. It's amazing. Oh. Yeah. God I'm, is good. Yeah, so good. And I, I think about how mentioned earlier. Um, our wounds in life can become a source of healing. But then also those wounds that we have can be a source, a place of ministry. Mm-hmm. And how you came together in your marriage and then you wanted to impact other marriages. And I think what you've done today is allowed us to be able to <laughs> encourage and equip marriages mm-hmm. through oh, we your pray. story we of pray so. like, what God did in your life. Yeah, well, that, that, that would so. be an answer to our prayer yeah. if, it, if it somehow. Well, it we know you already have impacted um, marriages because we first heard your story at Reengage, which I yeah. do want to plug because yes. that is our marriage ministry here at Grace that we are kind of launching, and we did a little taste of it last winter before the pandemic hit, right. um, and prayerfully and God willing, we'll do it again um, this year, yeah. but. That is such a unique opportunity, right, as couples to come together and to be in small groups together and to get teaching and hear stories just like yours of transformation and um, growth. And so we thank you for being willing to share there and now to join us behind a mic. Yeah, and Stephanie, there's also other (laughs) wonderful ministries here. Yeah, so many. People would just get involved. There's Ignite. There's uh, There's a lot. They're on and on. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you guys for for blessing us today and and blessing uh, our listeners. And as we close out, I just want to thank thank you both, Jim and Julie, for for joining us today. It's been it's been a real pleasure. And uh, I know hearing each other's stories as iron sharpens iron, so does one person to another, as well as from one couple to another couple. Oh, and so thank you pray guys. So. Thank you so much. We are very so grateful you invited us. <laughs> oh, thanks for saying yes. Well, as we end uh, another episode here of the Family Huddle Podcast, we do want to thank Jim and Julie for being with us, as you said, Trav. 
But I also want to um, ask you to pray over our listeners again. Um, I think that's something that we value, yes. that we would not just put out content for people, but that we would also acknowledge that God can work through anything, right? right. And so yeah. we know that hopefully lots of people are listening and maybe somebody out there needs a dose of encouragement today. So would Amen. you just pray for us? Let's do that. Lord, we thank you. And as I think about Numbers 6, 24 and following, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. God, thank you for lifting up your countenance upon us. And we know that because what Jesus did on the cross. Thank you so much for today's encouragement from Jim and Julie. I pray that this really would enrich other couples in their marriage. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks again for joining us. And that's a wrap on the family huddle. Thank you for spending some of your time with us today. Um, I love Jim and Julie's story. They do such a good job of walking you through years and years of ups and downs and showcasing God's faithfulness and also allowing you um, to kind of chuckle your way through some of the things that were probably so hard to live through. And yet, now that they're through them, um, they can look back and see how God was at work the whole time, even when they couldn't see it. Um, and what a testimony to how God faithfully pursued them and put people in their lives to minister to them and has then turned around and used the thing that was so hard and such a struggle to bring glory to himself and build up the body. Um, I hope that you are encouraged today. I know I was. I do, like I said, love their story. If you wouldn't mind taking a couple minutes to subscribe, like, follow, depending on what podcast platform is your preference. And then we really do appreciate and it helps get the word out. Um, if you share us, leave a review as you're able. Um, and we do have a, a page on Facebook as well. And we'd love to hear from you there. Um, so yeah, thank you again for your time and we will see you soon.